trivia, discussions, opinions, and the chance to have your say. Welcome to the Topical Resort. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Topical Resort. I, as always, am Viper, but we'll get into that shortly. Here at the Topical Resort, we love to get your input, whether that be a response to the thesis of the week, a say about the topic at hand, or something as small as a music request. So when the opportunity comes up, we'd love to be able to take a look at the topics that you have suggested. Thanks to a few people, to f- thanks to a few people for putting forward their ideas for the rest of the season. Oh, thanks to a few, thanks to a few people for putting forward their ideas. As for the rest of the season, we're working our way through what you want to hear. As for today, though, this is the topical resort, and on today's episode, we'll be taking a look at the Hang On series at the request of Shadex Croft. And of course, what other track can you start out with but the main theme of Hang On and Super Hang On? So here it is, right here, on the Top Resort.
Damn it, my mic was on that entire time and I didn't even realise if you uh, if you had mouse clicking and typing. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it, because if you didn't, then it'd be a bit awkward, wouldn't it? Welcome back to the Top of Resort, right here on Radio Sega, or should I say, welcome to the Top of Resort, right here on Radio Sega. But today we're going to be looking at the Hang On series, and that includes Hang On, Super Hang On, Hang On GP, and all the ports, all the crazy ports, as well as... A few bonus games, because uh, we decided to include... What, what was it I included in the end? Um, GP Rider, and I think there was one more thing Electric Boogaloo wanted me to request, because it was also very... Si or wanted me to include, because it was very similar to Hang On, but wasn't Hang On. But, yeah. Um, pretty much. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to do our usual stuff. We're going to take a look at the game, take a look at the history of the games, take a look at my thoughts on the games and of course an opinion related to them for those of you who've never tuned in before um as for the, my like experience of the series i guess i'm not all that familiar with the hang on series like i played them on okay thank you racing hero um yes but i mean i don't really have too much experience outside of i played super hang on on the 3ds virtual console or should i say the 3d classics collection and I had a very fun time with it it was a very fun game but I just haven't really come back to any of them since. I really should because I did enjoy what I played and it's Yu Suzuki so it automatically cannot go wrong. It's a recipe for gold in this case. But currently we have quite a few of you in the chat room. We have ia 1980 we have Mirko, we have Electric Boogaloo, we have Jamie64326. We also have Shaddix Croft who requested the show and apparently can't even listen in. So um, hello to you Shaddix. We also had a few other people. We had Doomgirl and we had Veritex a bit earlier on. So thank you so much to all of you who have come into the chat room and hopefully you're ready for another topical night as usual. Um, for some reason, has it gone down? Okay, no, it hasn't gone down again. Um, I'm on TweetDeck at the moment because that's how I always do the. That's how I always do the tweets for this show. And um, if you if you read my Twitter, twitter.com forward slash screenfire if you read that, you'd know that I was complaining about the fact that TweetDeck have actually changed the theme, and it hurts the eyes very badly. Because what basically happens is, or what basically happened was, they used to have like this lovely sort of dark grey black sort of theme to it, and as of today. Pretty much what happened was they changed it to the mobile theme. So instead of like greys and blacks, it's now like really horrible blues, like light and like I don't know, like turquoise. It really doesn't look nice. It's quite like sort of oh, an eyesore really to look at. So yes, yeah, so we're gonna try and avoid looking at Twitter as much as possible today. But yes, in other words, Tweet Deck is bad and edgy, you know, edgy the hedgy and all that sort of stuff. But yes, I believe we should stop rambling for a bit, but just remember, as you'll be told in a second, requests are still open and I think quite a few of you have been sending me requests in the... Yeah, you have been sending me requests, but we still have plenty more room, as I will tell you in just a bit. But as for now, let's listen to a bit more music and now that we've had our initial block... We can start to go into some bad tracks. Um, of course, joking, but I feel like I had to play at least one track from this game, and this isn't the best use of this console sound chip. Of course, um, I guess if you're Jamie, cover your ears. Anyone else, you'll be appalled at this, but at the same time, 
I don't think you'll be shocked, but, you know, just cover your ears, I guess, if you don't like the sweet, sweet sounds of the, drumroll, Sid Chip, yes, from Hang On, on the, from Super Hang On for the C64, this is Sunset Rider, you're listening to the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega, and when we come back, when we come back after the break, we'll be talking about the history of the Hang On series, but as for now, enjoy the music. on Radio Sega.
Up next, Request Resort. Send your request relating to the topic of the episode in a tweet to at Radio Sega or the Green Viper 8. Or send it in a Discord DM to Green Viper 8 through our Discord server at radiose.ga forward slash Discord. Hasty History. And with that, welcome back to the Topic Resort right here on Radio Sega. What you just heard there was from Hang On GP, and that was Long Nude Wells. And that was seven minutes long, I apologise. I should have probably cut that a bit earlier. But it was a fantastic track anyway. Speaking of fantastic tracks, before that we had, from Super Hang On, the C64 version, we had Sunset Rider. Now, uh, I am contradicting myself a bit there, because if you recall correctly, I did say at the beginning of the show that... Oh, sorry, at... In the last talk bed, actually, that I thought that track was a bit uh, naff. But listening back, listening back to it then, as we just heard it, I actually thought, wow, this is actually a pretty good track. So uh, I apologise to insulting the Sith ship because that was a nice track, but the other tracks from that game aren't very nice. But that one was some good stuff right there. And now it is time, as our lovely announcer lady said, it's time for hasty history, and that is where I go for the history of something relating to the topic of the episode. As quickly as possible, I almost choked there. Um, so, obviously, there's only one thing we can go through the history of today, and that's Hang On. Or more specifically, we're going to be focusing mainly on the first game and a bit on the other games. So, let's begin with Hang On. The game was first released in July 1985, no specific release date is known. The game was notable for being one of the rare few arcade games with motion controls at the time. Moving on the bike would move the player. There are three cabinet designs, one with a handlebar and brake levers, one with the same setup and a seat, and the other was the version with the motorbike, which is the most well known. Although Super Hang On is viewed as a sequel to the title, there was actually a Hang On 2. Released exclusively for the SG-1000, although it was more of a modified port of the original than a sequel. Super Hang On was released in 1987 for various platforms, but no- most notably arcades. Another title in the series was released known as Hang On GP 95 or 96, depending on the region. Let's actually go for some trivia because there wasn't really much, too much in the way of history right there. So, in Power Drift, a motorcycle is hi- or the motorcycle from Hang On is hidden as a bonus vehicle. All of these Sonic Riders games, all three of them, with that being Sonic Riders, Sonic Riders Zero Gravity slash Shooting Star Story, and Sonic Free Riders, all contain vehicles that are nods to both the original Hang On and Super Hang On. Shenmue 1 and 2 feature Hang On as a minigame, although, rather interestingly in my opinion, playing the Hang On minigame in Shenmue 2 or playing the game on backwards compatibility on Xbox 360 will crash the game. When in the water sections, Ryo Azuki will drive a Hang On cabinet in the kart race to Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed. And finally, if H.O is entered as a name on the high score table in Daytona USA, a clip of the game's main theme will be played. And um, with that in mind, Electric Boogaloo posted a pretty good definition of it in the chat room. Um, From Sega Retro, the title is derived from when a biker is turning or has to hang on to the bike while the bike is leaning, which Suzuki had read in a Japanese bike magazine, though he later learned the technique was called Hang Off in North America. Nevertheless, he chose to keep the former name. And I think it's a pretty good name. I don't don't think Hang Off has the same ring to it as Hang On. Because I, I... I guess obviously Hang Off is the name for the term in America, but I think Hang On sounds quite a bit cooler because, you know, you got when you're going around the corners, you've actually got to try and hold on to the bike and hang on. And, you know, it makes it sound like, you know, turning at high speeds sounds like it's all, you know, a bit 
chaotic, exciting, all that sort of stuff. Um, apparently there's more trivia on the on the Sega Retro page, so we'll take a look at that. And once again, trying not to choke. Um, let's see what this is. Okay, okay, so here we go. It's also possible to buy Sega Saturn port of Hang On in Chenmu under the Sega Ages label. This version was not released in real life, but similar games such as Outrun and Space Harriet were really released for the Saturn, so it is entirely possible that a version of Hang On was planned too. Um, what else we got? I don't think we really have much else. In terms of... Oh, okay, that's quite interesting actually. In North America, the Master System version of Hang On was never released on its own, instead being part of Hang On slash Safari Hunt, built into some Master System consoles and also released on a cartridge, and later Hang On slash Astro, Astro Warrior, so it was only ever in sort of combo packs, it was never actually released as its own game, which is interesting. Yes, with that in mind, that is Hasty History, and now it is time for Request Resort, and you should probably know what Request Resort is, judging by the name, but if you don't know what the Request Resort is, it's where you can request any music relating to the topic of the episode, and I know there were some questions about that earlier, but yes, your request has to be related to the Hang On series, or games which I've said are associated with Hang On. So that is Hang On, Hang On GP, Super Hang On, Super Hang On for the C64, Super Hang On for the... Um, GBA, the Super Hang On 20th Anniversary pack thing, and on top of that, Manex TT Superbike I think we agreed on, and Electric Boogaloo sent me the others earlier on. Um, GP Rider and Racing Hero, they're all the games that are eligible. I should probably update that. Okay, um, also Boogaloo has said something else interesting in the chat which I didn't quite read. To develop this game, I rode on motorcycles a lot. When we came out with the prototype for the arcades, I would ride on that prototype bike for hours and hours every day. Here's an AM2's whose efforts culminated in Hang On. It began the Taycan trend to use motion-controlled hydraulic arcade cabinets in many games in the late 80s, two decades before motion control became popular on video game consoles, as said by um, Yu Suzuki, apparently, according to that quote. Although I'm not sure he said the last part. I think that's just sort of them. Well, I, I think that's probably... What, what source did it say it was? G4 TV? Oh, G4. But yes, anyway, so with that in mind, you can still send in your requests at any point at any point during the music break. But, as I said, has to be related. Hint, hint. You know, if you don't know any Hang On music maps, look them up on YouTube, Google. We'll take remixes. We'll take anything from the main games. We'll basically take anything relating to the semantic field of Hang On. Yeah, just... Google is your friend in this case if you don't know anything about the Hang On series. You'll, you'll be able to find some music there. But as for now, I think we're going to get in some music, but just remember, you can still get in some requests, because we don't actually have that many. We only have four at the moment. Well, we, we have quite a few more, but I am limiting it to two per person if more than one person, or more than a few people want to request something. But yes, we're going to kick things off with a track from Hang On GP, as requested by... Yeah, Jamie, you didn't get it once again. As requested by Electric Boogaloo. This is Albatross Cliff Reef, right here on the Topical Resort. Request Resorts.
Well, that was a bit of an extended break, but welcome back to the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. What you just heard there was from GP Rider, the arcade version. That was the Time Attack Automatic version, as requested by Electric Boogaloo. For that, from Hang On, the 20th Anniversary Collection, that was Hard Road, the Mickey Arrange version. And I believe that was requested by... I'm going to double check, but it was requested by Doom Girl, yes. For that, from Hang On GP, that was New Dwells, and that was requested by Veritex. For that, from Super Hang On 20th Anniversary Collection, that was Outrun the Crisis, Mickey Arrange version, as requested by Shaddix Croft. For that, from Super Hang On, the C64 version, that was Pumping Gas, obviously requested by Jamie64326. And last up, from Hang On GP, that was Albatross Cliff Reef, as requested. Or, last up, I meant first up, as requested by Electric Boogaloo as well. And yes, that was rather extended, but now we are back and we're going to be talking about the games in the in the Hang On series. So with that in mind, let me just go on over to the blog post for this. Also, during that song break, there was a, a lot of talk about the room that um, obviously the the so so bad it's good film by Tommy Wiseau. There was a lot of talk about it, as in so many gifs. So many memes, but now um, it's mostly gone into talking about. It's gone into talking about like eBay, so um, they're not really two things that are related to each other, I guess. But yeah, um, we'll go for it right there. So kicking off is obviously Hang On on the on the games that we're going to be talking about today. The original Hang On, it's not really something I've played too much. It's obviously going to be a pretty good game for the time, the arcade version, especially with the motion controls, but. From what I recall, the Master System port was alright. I don't think I ever had it, but I recall seeing it and it looked decent. Aside from that, I don't know anything really about the game. If it if you've played Super Hang On, you've probably played Hang On, except Super Hang On's gonna probably be a bit more advanced than the original. But yeah, it's, it's a pretty good game. It's Yusuke, check it out. Hang on GP, I actually don't know anything about Hang On GP, so of course we're going to consult Google, El Goog, and all that sort of stuff. Um, I believe it's a 3D sort of thing. I say a 3D sort of thing because I actually don't know anything about it. Um, let's look up some images. And also, yeah, still more room memes. They're still going on right there. Um, okay, so this looks quite a bit different to obviously the original Hang On games, but I, th- I think it still looks quite cool. Let's see what others had to say about it in terms of reviews. Two reviews, okay. Oh, that's it's not getting very good reviews. <laughs> Never mind then. Um okay, and Jamie says the Master System port was a faithful port of the original hang on. So okay, yeah, check that one out then. Because obviously you can't just pick up an arcade cabinet here and there, or maybe you can if you're rich. I'm I'm not personally. But yeah, um I guess from what I'm seeing, according to game FAQs, Hang On GP is quite cheap. So although some people may not consider it to be the best game, maybe check it out if you're a fan of the series or you're just a fan of racing games, because I think, even if it's not the greatest, maybe it might be worth your time. Super Hang On for the C64, I don't know anything about this one either, so of course we're going to look up Super Hang On for the C64. Um, it's a C64 game, so I imagine it probably wasn't any good. No offense, C64 fans. The 8-bit home computers never really had the best games. 
But, yeah. Pretty much. I guess, once again, if you're a fan of C64, you're a fan of Hang On, check it out. Otherwise, you're probably not going to get too much from playing the C64 port of Hang On. Speaking of ports you're not going to get much out of, the GBA port of Super Hang On. This was a part of Sega Arcade Gallery, which was another collection of Mega Drive games, because there was also Sega Smash Pack. There was two for some reason. But yes, um, this port is pretty faithful for the Mega Drive version, except it has, like, you know, I say remixes for the GBA sound chip, but it doesn't really. It just sort of takes the Mega Drive versions and compresses them through the GBA sound chip. But yeah, I guess... If if you have absolutely no other play way to play Super Hang On on the go, check this one out. Otherwise, just use an emulator, or if if you're privileged enough, use your portable Mega Drive, or maybe 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 use your Nomad <laughs> if you if if you're that into Sega and you want to play Hang On on the go, get your Nomad out. And also, Rafsig's here. Hey, what's up, Rafsig? How are you doing today? Speaking of good games, or should I say? It's since we talked about the GBA port and the C64 port, why don't we talk about the original Super Hang On for the Mega Drive? This is a pretty good game, I have to say. Um, I haven't played the Mega Drive version, as I mentioned earlier, but I have played the 3D Classics version, which was on the 3DS, which is a pretty good port. It's it's quite fun actually. I'm I'm not particularly sort of good as those um 80s arcadey racers, but I, I have a go at them, and I can barely. I can barely scrape by, but I, I'm still competent, I guess. But yeah, it is a very fun game. I think of all of these games, the things that people really tend to focus on more is the music, because everyone really likes the music for these games. But uh, no one ever really talks about the game, they just talk about the music. But I think that's quite typical of Sega games in general. People just sort of want to focus on the music rather than the gameplay, which is a shame, but whatever. Um. That's a lot of... What's, what's the chatter about now? Um, because isn't Nomad basically the same concept as the Switch? Not really. And JB says Mega Drive wasn't the original. It's... Yeah, I guess, but it's the one that everyone associates with the game. I guess, I don't know. Um, Super Hang On 20th Anniversary Collection. I don't know anything about this either. I believe it's just... Yeah, okay, it's just an album. I thought it was just an album. But yes, it's an album of Hang On music and also remixes. It, it sounds awesome. It is... It's good stuff. It's apparently on Spotify and on iTunes and, you know, other streaming and music services are available, of course. But, yeah. Can't really have anything too wrong with checking that out right there. And um, Electric Wiggler has brought up a good point in the chat room that there was actually a limited edition of Super Hang On. So, which is referred to as Limited Edition Hang On. And it is. It runs on identical hardware to Super Hang On and shares similar gameplay. However, has new, more forgiving courses, among other things, to make the game easier. There we go. So, yes, with that in mind. That's, we got to the end of that list, however, we do still have some games which we could talk about. So, if I find that list which I compiled a second ago, we're going to start off with... Now I have to do my alphabet. GP Rider. GP Rider's technically first. Um, I don't know anything about GP Rider, so I'm not going to say anything about GP Rider. Um, 
it looks like a pretty good game, actually, from sort of screenshots I saw of it while I was in the break, although someone's going to tell me it was probably a dreadful game. But it, it certainly looks very nice, actually, just from a screenshot that I'm also seeing that Boogaloo posted to me. It does look quite crispy in the graphics department, indeed. Maybe check it out if you can, like, get an emulator working. Because, you know, obviously you're not going to go out of your way to get a... Well, obviously you're not going to go out of your way to just get an arcade cabinet and just play ten minutes of GP Rider, but, yeah, emulate it. Of course, I don't condone piracy, but, you know, you're not really going to be able to play this any other way, are you? Because Sega aren't exactly going to make a port of this, suddenly. Uh, Racing Hero. Actually, no, that's not first. Manic TT Superbike. It, it's a dreadful game. Um, just don't play Manex unless, once again, like Hangman GP95, if you have an interest for racing games, that's another story. But if you just want to play, you know, a good racing game, or if you just want to play the game, or experience it, or, you know, you want to get into racing games, it's not a good place to start. Maybe go somewhere else for your racing fix. And Racing Hero. Racing Hero also looks pretty good. It has some good music as well. And it's incredibly similar to Hang On in that regard. So check it out if you like Hang On. And yes, that is about all we have. Or that is about all we have for games on the Request Resort list. So, as always, I'd like to know what you have to say about these games. So, you know, send, send us a message on Discord, radioc.gf4.discord, or send us a tweet using the hashtag Resort, or send it at at, at the Green Vaporate, at Radio Sega, or at Resort. All those places right there. You can get in your opinions, because I really want to know what you have to say about all of those awesome, and some not awesome, games. We're actually running quite a bit ahead of time, so maybe you might be able to take more than one call today on the request. Nope, on the Discord call-in. Wasn't even close there. But with that in mind, we're going to get into some more music right here, because it's it's all good me waffling on and all that, but I don't want to run over, because Re Rexy's Sega Mixer Drive is back once again, Fridays at 9pm. It's back on the usual time slot this week. And obviously, I want to give Rexy as much time as possible. I don't want to eat into her time. But yes... We're going to get into more music, and we're going to get into the Mega Drive version of Super Hang On. So, from Super Hang On for the Mega Drive, this is Hard Road, right here, on Radio Sega.
Topical Faces. And welcome back to the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. What you just heard there was from Hang On GP, that was North Crimson Wing, and for that from Super Hang On for the Mega Drive, that was Hard Road. And now we are back to the Topical Thesis. And for those of you who don't know what the Topical Thesis is, it's where I take an opinion that I've come up with or I've heard from around the Sega community and I give my spin on it. I give my three points for, my three points against, and then I come to a justified conclusion based on whether I agree or disagree with the statement. And today's topical thesis is one that's hang-on related, but it can be applied to many more games. So with that in mind, today's topical thesis is, should Sega create more specialised arcade cabinets? If for those of you who don't know what I mean by the terms specialised arcade cabinets, I mean, i.e. hang-on cabinets with bikes or afterburner cabinets with cockpits. Someone will laugh at that, or will take that out of context, I can guarantee you. But yeah, so that in mind, why don't we get into my three points for? So, specialised arcade cabinets make for a more engaging experience. You know, it can really sort of suck you into the gameplay. Once again, someone's going to take that out of context. I'm not doing a very good job today. <laughs> but yes, um, it can sort of, you know, get you more engaged in the game. Because, you know, if you're, if you're on the motorbike playing Hang On, it almost sort of feels like you're on a motorbike and it just adds to the experience, therefore it's more engaging, that's a positive. In cases of games like gun games, they actually can make the game more enjoyable and in general easier to use. Gun games is a good example here because, you know, can you imagine playing like something like House of the Dead with a light gun or a, you know, arcade gun or Wii Zapper or something like that? Can you imagine like how A boring and B difficult that would be? You know, so specialised arcade cabinets actually help you not only get engaged in the game, but also can add to the game and, in general, make it a nicer experience. And it can add an extra extra layer of interactivity and extra features to a game. You know, interactivity is key because, obviously, like once again with gun games, it's more interactive if you have a gun than if you're just, you know, like, moving a joystick to move a cursor on the screen and then tapping a button. It's... It's much more interactive. You have an actual gun. You feel like you're in the action and playing along with people. Yes, but for everything that has a positive, it must have a negative. So let's balance out those three points with three points against. Specialized cabinets are very expensive to make and often have little in the form of uh, payback. You need to spend a lot of money basically making all the stuff. Like for the for the case of Hang On, you spend a lot of money making the motion controls within the bike. And quite often, despite you spending that much money on it, you don't really seem that much money back unless you charge a high price for the cabinet. So it sort of seems like a lot of effort for not really much reward in that case. They require a complex setup that is more difficult to fix when it goes wrong. In that case, arcade, arcade sort of owners will be less likely to buy like motion control machines because when they need to fix them, it'll be incredibly expensive because there's a lot of parts and a lot of things to be fixed. So, I don't know, I guess, if something goes wrong, kiss goodbye to that cabinet unless you have tons of money to spend on them. Although specialised cabinets can enhance the experience of a game, a game should be solid on its own without the need of peripherals, and some games fall back on peripherals and ignore quality. Can't give an example of an arcade game here, and actually, actually no I can. Um, not of an arcade game, but I can give an example here. Stuff like Wii games 
we, how many like bad Wii games can you think of where basically the whole point was, look, you can swing the Wii remote. Uh, someone's gonna bring up Black Knight, but I like Black Knight. But yeah, there's a lot of like bad games where the whole concept is, look, you're using the remote to do this or do this on the Wii. Whereas you should develop a good game first, and then the use of peripherals should come second. Because if you do it in the other order, if you put the use of peripherals first. Then you're just going to create a lazy game because it's not going to be that good. Because you can hide behind the fact of look, look, it uses motion controls. It uses motion controls that automatically makes it a good game. You know, it it stops sort of quality control goes out the window basically when you include specialized cabinets or motion controls in that sort of sense. So, in conclusion, although there is a small possibility that developers may use peripherals and specialized cabinets as an excuse for lazy game design. I believe that outside of those boring financial reasons, there's really no reason to disagree with this statement. So yes, I would like to see Sega, and other companies for that matter, make more specialised arcade cabinets. What's your opinion on that opinion? You have many different places where you can get in your opinion. You can get it in through Twitter, at Radio Sega, at Topical Resort, at The Green Vaporator, or send it in with the hashtag Topical Resort. You can send it in through Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Radio Sega. You can send it in through Discord, radiosc.gf forward slash Discord. You can send it in through an email, topicalresort at gmail.com, or you can send it in through a Radio Sega private message over at the forums. I'm Green Vaporator over there. All those different places where you can get in your opinion. Let's check what you guys have to say. On Twitter, there's pretty much been silence. No one's said anything for the entire duration of the show. As for what we have going on on the Discord, everyone's making the topical disease um, joke as usual. Yeah, disease. Um, oh, that's a good point. Electric Wiggle has bought up some good specialised cabinets. Psycraft, which is absolutely awesome. It's in the shape of a helicopter. And R360... Where the whole point is, it's basically in a ball, and it, I think it twists, if I remember correctly. Very cool. Electric Wiggler has brought up a perfect point. Yeah, Wii Music, in particular, was a game where they went, Yeah, we're going to make a game of motion controls, and we'll make the concept after, but we just want to make a game of motion controls first. It, it wasn't the best game, but the other Wii game, or like the other Wii brand of games like Wii Sports, Wii Play, I think they made the game first and made the motion controls later. But I think that's an example where, yeah, they definitely fell back on being specialised rather than having a good concept and having that extra layer to really sort of captivate the audience. Veritech says that Super Hang-On was the, one of the first five games he got with his Mega Drive and a good choice at that because it is a fantastic game. And I think it's I think it's a good pack-in game as well. I think I chose good by having a pack-in because... Like, it's one of those games where it's a good game, but it's not a game you play for, like, hours on end. But it's good enough to sort of, you know, show off what the console has to offer and give you a general idea of, you know, what the console has going for it, I guess. But again, again, that's the same as well. And, yeah, Electric Wiggler was brought up by far the best Sega Specialized cabinet, Galaxy Force 2. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what an incredible cabinet. Um, I'm not sure whether to be sarcastic or not, because on one hand I think this is cool, and on the other hand I think it looks janky. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's certainly interesting either way. But Galaxy Force is a great game, but it's just sort of... I don't know, the cabinet's both good and bad, I guess. <laughs> but yes, um, for those of you who haven't been in the Discord, since I, I've got some time to kill so I can talk about this. For those of you who haven't been in the Discord, um, there's been a lot of memes about Yakuza 6, because for those of you not in the know, 
despite all the marketing, like, for months and months and months on end, they've been going on about, Yakuza 6 will release on the 20th of March 2017, blah, 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 they keep going on about it. Today, they announced that Yakuza 6 was delayed until April 17th, 2006, 2018. Now, that's incredibly funny because they announced this through Twitter, and Twitter isn't automatically the best place to announce something. You should probably announce it through, like, an official website or something. But it gets better from there because the official Twitter didn't write an actual tweet. They sent a screenshot of the Apple Notes app. As in, you know when you go onto your iPhone and you use the notepad? They wrote the official announcement that Yakuza 6 would be delayed. Yakuza 6 is in a game which sells millions of copies. They, they wrote an announcement that it's going to be delayed using Apple Notes and then screenshotted it and then put that image on Twitter to say their game was officially being delayed. Now naturally I called them out on this on Twitter and I said, could you at least not be a bit more professional in the fact that your game is being delayed? You know, announce it properly instead of announcing it through a, <laughs> a uh, an Apple Notes. So they did. They took it down and I think that was partly my fault. <laughs> They took it down and instead replaced it with Google Docs, because Google Docs is so much better than an actual tweet or a website blog thing. It's so much better to announce it through Google Docs rather than Apple Notes. But, um, yes, uh, over the course of the night, this has become quite a big meme, this um, Yakuza 6 Apple Notes meme. So, um, I posted it as a copypasta, of course, because copypasta is a sort of my thing. And um, somebody else on Twitter made a great image, which was... Um, Resident, Resident Evil 2's remake. So, from Apple Notes, Resident 2, Evil 2 remake is still in the early days of production. We are planning to release this game by the end of FY 2020. Please understand that the team is working hard to make the original game fantastic. Well, to make the game as fantastic as the original counterpart. So please wait until further notice for update on this game. Heads up, Resident Evil 4 HD Switch version is still slated for release on April 10th, 2017. <laughs> yes. Uh, it, it, it was it was truly a good meme, because something that should be really sad, and sort of, oh no, no, Yakuza 6 has been delayed, boo-hoo, instead it became really funny, because they did it in the least professional way possible. But yeah, that's my little, that's my little piece about Yakuza 6 right there. But, uh, Electric Boogaloo says, you got to play that Galaxy Force arcade cabinet last year, it's pretty cool. The cabinet rotates left and right, and sometimes up and down. Now that is awesome. I wish I could find a Galaxy Force 2 cabinet, but I feel like no one around here is going to have one. But, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to um, you know, play one one day. But we need to move on now, so with that in mind, we're going to go on to some more music from Super Hang On. So, from the Mega Drive version of Super Hang On, this is Winning Run, right here on Radio Sega.
Is this the winner's theme? I feel like it isn't, but it says it said it was when I clicked on it, although now it's telling me it's the winner's song from Sega Arcade Gallery, so I assumed it was the GBA version of the game, but I, I guessed wrong. So, um, skipping this one, let's go on to Outrider Crisis. No, that's not Outrider Crisis. Let's go on to Outrider Crisis. Missed an episode and want to catch up? Want to re-educate yourself on the topic of a previous show? Download our podcast from the Radio Sega Media section. Subscribe to us on iTunes or stream the show through Stitcher. Discord Call-In And welcome back to the Top Resort right here on Radio Sega. We have returned after that little screw-up right there, and we are now back to come back to the Discord call-in. And for those who don't know what it is, it's where you can call into the show using, obviously, Discord and your vocal cords. What you need to do is you need to join RadioSega.gf4.discord, join the chill-out, grab a microphone, and from there you have a chance of being on the show. But uh, what you just heard, that was from the Mega Drive version of Super Hang On, that was Outrider Crisis. Before that... From Sega Arcade Gallery, that was the winner's song. Um, Sega Arcade Gallery had the port of Super Hang On. 
on the cartridge. Okay, so the Sega Arcade Gallery, as I said, was a collection that had Super Hang On in it. So I assumed, oh, that's going to be Winner's song from um, Super Hang On, right? No, it wasn't. It was actually from Space Harrier, as Electric Boogaloo pointed out. And kicking off the block there was from Super Hang On, the Mega Drive version. That was Winning Run, which is actually my personal favourite track from the game. And um, <laughs> Rastig brings up a good point. He says, Race is Space Harrier on LSD. It pretty much is, and I remember actually reading something, but um, I'm not sure how true this is. I feel like it's probably fake, but if it's true, it's incredibly funny. That um, Rez was actually designed to work with LSD, as in, if you took LSD, Rez would somehow be even more crazy than it normally was, and it was designed to be compatible. I feel like that's probably a lie and a rumor, but at the same time, can you imagine if that was true? The only true way to experience Rez is while on LSD, or playing LSD Street Dream Simulator for PS1, one or the other. But yes, with that in mind, why don't we drag someone on? I'm going to drag on you. Welcome to the show, Air. I can hear him, but um, is he going to speak? That is the question. Hmm? Well? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the show, AI. Hello. <laughs> hello. Did you hello, send hello. me a message? Or did I not see it? Uh, uh, I, did, one, I did send you a message, actually, because I'm being quick. <laughs> cool. Um, let me just turn the radio off so it doesn't get... Um... There we go. Hi there. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, so what would you like to talk about today, AI? Um, well, um, <coughs> Yakuza 6, um, and, um, the people, um, I mean, to be honest with you, I've not seen too much moaning, although I'm not on Twitter, so I don't know if different areas are, um, are, uh, complaining about that. Uh, no, I've actually, haven't seen, like, a single bit of complaining. Everyone's been, oh, okay, take your time, take your time, because the thing is, if it was any other game, I think people would be complaining, but um, the localization of Yakuza has always been very good in recent years, so I think everyone sort of wants to go, don't rush it, take your time, because you're you're like the best team in localization, because other games want to get localized, like they have a ton of stuff censored, Yakuza pretty much gets nothing censored, it stays the exact same between Japanese and English. Yeah. 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 Well, I, saw, yeah. I was just having like one post on, uh, on Facebook, and... Some people were putting some like kind of like weird kind of like things like like one person was 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 some kind of conspiracy theory kind of mad person that was going that like oh um, maybe Sega are um, releasing at the same time of, as uh, God of War um, because they don't want it to do so well so they don't have to um, bother um, release um, uh, um, doing a localization for Kiwami 2. but it's like well right yeah but. Um, Yakuza Zero and Yakuza Kiwami actually sold pretty well, and they made they you know they've made a good amount of money from it. You know, not loads and loads. I'm, I'm sure they probably made more money in um, in Japan from it, maybe. But you know, they're making good money from it. It's, it's worth it's worth them doing it. Um, I think also um, there's been an advantage because before when they used to release Yakuza games, like when um, obviously the originals, but when like Yakuza Three, Four, and Dead Souls are coming over. They really didn't have this buzz that sort of surrounds it now because nowadays, like, with the, with the translation of five, that sort of led to buzz around zero. And then when zero came out, like, suddenly there was this massive buzz around Yakuza and everyone loved it. But especially after Kiwami came out, that hype just grew massive. Like, 
people who I've never seen talk about Yakuza are suddenly like massively in love with the franchise. But it's like yeah, it's, yeah. they sort of got this massive marketing storm. It's great. It's worked out really well for them, and they didn't have this before. So I think people are sort of happy that they're going to take their time because people are patient in this case. You know, there's tons of people looking forward to it compared to before. It was like, oh, okay, only a small group of Japanese people, not not Japanese people, but a small group of like you know, like people who are interested in Japanese culture are getting this. Now it's this massive, huge audience, and I think that's why. Also, they're trying to take their time is because they don't want to displease this massive audience, which they've now accumulated completely by luck. Well, that's it. If they, if if they get accused of six right, um, you know, and it get, gets good scores and this that and the other and stuff, then um, people are going to take take notice of it because you know, accused of six um, is the pinnacle of it. I mean. Obviously, Kiwami 2 um, is using the same game engine as Yakuza 6, but you know, it, 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 it's going to be like it has to. Well, it's obviously, you know, it's Yakuza 2, so um, they're going to add extra bonus features and such, but it's going to probably be a bit like Yakuza Kiwami, where it's, it's not quite as long as the story um, as some of the later ones. Um, but um, yeah, it seemed. Uh, you hear like any kind of um, Facebook or whatever post about Yakuza it's all about you always like see lots of people like myself like you who started with Yakuza 0 and I think the reason why is because like I never even heard of it on the PS2 I had a PS2 um, you know I'm a fan of Sega but I mean I think it was because I didn't really buy magazines um, back then um, uh, after the Dreamcast and it kind of, I think it came out like relatively late in the PS2, so... Yeah, it was like 2005, I believe, the first one, then 2006, the second one. Yeah, so not many people picked it up then, or even if they did play it, you know, you know, it's not... I mean, it was probably, it's probably good, a good game for the PS2, but, you know, like especially with like, the uh, English voice acting and such. Um, but then the games on the PS3... Um, they started getting better, but not everyone had a PS3. Last generation, a lot of Sega fans had Xbox 360s. Is this so games were, yeah. So they ignored it. Um, but now it's this generation, and um, uh, very text. The, um, the the Xbox One is really good, but um, but if you want to <laughs> play Sega games, um, basically get a PS4. <laughs> um, because it's just they don't bother coming out on the Xbox. It's like like Poyo Poyo games like Poyo Poyo Treasures. It's on the Xbox. They didn't one, even bother to bring it over. They don't bother bringing it out to the UK, even though it's got Tetris. Um, yeah, they just don't bother. Um, so you, you hear lots of people like saying, "Oh, can you port it over?" And it's like, well, um, Yakuza Four and Five doesn't really need to get updated. Yeah, it'd be nice to have extra features or you know slightly better graphics or something but they look fine um Yakuza 3 yeah it's not it's not as polished as as um the newer games but it's perfectly fine to play isn't it you know it's enjoyable the plot's really um fun so far um so it's fine but but yeah I, I just like kind of like posted um a funny comment on Facebook um the people that were complaining about it being just one month longer I was like look you have to understand there are people 
that have been waiting for Rio to be um, leaving the cave. Um, and by the time it comes out, it would have been like 18, like, what, 18 years or something um, since he, he went into the cave. So, so yeah, one month, it's just not really worth complaining. Um, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people like myself, um, um, we bought a PS3 or we, we, we finished playing Yakuza Kiwami. We know Yakuza 6 is coming and, and we've worked out how, how to play the, um, the ones in between. And, um, it, it, you know, it's, it's good for us. We've got another month to try and catch up if we do so. I still don't think I'm going to get it done in time. So I don't, I don't want to rush it. Um, yeah, no, savor it. Don't just like run, like run as fast as you can through it, because obviously that way you won't experience it fully. You won't get the whole sort of picture. You will just sort of get a blurry, sort of out of focus, like Polaroid shot, rather than this beautifully digitally, like I don't know, like 4K image. I guess if you want to compare it to sort of that, I guess. Yeah, it's like. Um... Like when I played Yakuza Zero, I kind of played it almost like too slowly. I was I was doing lots of the sub stories and such. Um, I still need to play it again. Uh, I mean that that's that's the plan. Once um, Yakuza Kiwami um, uh, Two comes out, um, probably like early next year or something or other. Sometime probably next year in the summer or something, I'll just start playing from. Yakuza Zero and just literally try and like complete it fully, you know, do all the subplots and everything. Um, but I, I had a good go at Yakuza Zero. Um, I didn't, you know, I didn't complete everything. Um, I just took my time. But Yakuza Kiwami, I was um, unemployed at the time, um, being moved to Dunzen. And, you know, I was like playing it like, like two or three hours a day and I managed to complete it in eight days. Um, and it's not, a, and I, I just felt because I think it's like um, like um, Sonic Mania was coming out, and I wanted to finish it before then. Actually, it came um, out after. <laughs> it came out after Sonic Mania. It? Yeah, it was like two. It was on the same day it came out for PC, actually. Ah, uh, oh, so, so so Sonic Mania came. Oh, what, was, what game was it? It must be another game. Now. I can't remember. Um... I don't know. Anyway, yeah, there's some maybe. reason why I wanted to, I wanted to finish it quicker or something. It was something. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, one month. You know, it's nothing. People are like saying, oh, it's it's going to clash with God of War, um, and it's like, well, if you've got Accuser Zero and you've got Accuser Kiwami, then you're going to buy it. There's no way that someone that's bought like Zero or Kiwami or played one of the other games, they're definitely going to buy this game um, because they want to know what happens to Kiryu. Because, um, you know, like, it's, it's his last game, so... The gripping final chapter in this case. Yeah, and looking at all the mini-games and everything, it, it, it's just such a big game. Um, and for, like, £40, that, you know, it's got so much in it. There's, like, the clan creator and all the mini- all the... Um, you know, just having like virtual five to five in it, and um, just all the all the stuff in there. It's, um, it's, it's looking pretty good. It is, yeah. Anyway, all right. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Is there like any final things you'd like to say before I drag you back to the chill out? Nah, not today. No. I'll just drag you back. Yeah, places. Okay, nice. see you later. All right, bye.
And that was IO1980, and this has been the Discord calling. Obviously, I know it was about it was supposed to be about Hang On, and I uh, talked about Yakuza, but I'm fine with that, honestly. Um, although it was, although it would have been nice to have a Hang On conversation, it is always nice to just have a sort of general chat about anything in the Sega community on the Discord calling. I do always quite enjoy that, and obviously, even though it wasn't related to what we were doing, it was still pretty relevant to what's currently going on here at Sega. But yeah, I, w- I was actually going to originally bring on Jamie. But um, the reason I didn't is because I think actually he'd probably know more about the topic next week rather than... Or he'd be knowledgeable about the topic next week compared to the rest of us. And um, yeah, Winner was only in the Mega Drive version of Super Hang On. There we go. Now I know. But yes, without in mind, we're going to go into the topic next. For those you don't know what it is, it's where I play a, non- a, a Sega track not relating to the topic of the episode, a remix relating to the topic of the episode, and a non-Sega track not relating to the topic of the episode. And um, I actually brought up this track a bit earlier in the week for the Sega track. Um, I do actually quite enjoy this one, and you'll see why. Because if you're a Sonic fan, or you had a Saturn or something like that, this one may sound a bit familiar. So we're going to kick off the Toppy Mix with a track from Metropolis Street Racer. This is it, doesn't matter. But as for now, enjoy the Toppy Mix. Let's get scratching. The Toppy Mix.
continues to turn the volume up despite the fact there's only 30 cents, seconds left because it's an absolute tune. Sorry about that, I got a bit overexcited there because that's such a fantastic track. For one last time, welcome back to the Topical Resort where today we've been talking about the Hang On series of games. We just heard from, there was our non-Sega track of the week, so basically a non-Sega track which doesn't relate to the topic of the episode. From Cool Spot for the Mega Drive, that was Rave Dance Tune. That game shouldn't be good, but it just is. It's, it's a recipe for disaster. Turning the turning the 7-Up mascot of the 90s into a video game should be horrible. And the music should be even worse, because they don't focus on music in licensed games. But this is a really rare exception. It's a great game, and it has music by absolute video game legend Tommy Tallarico. And that was, that was Rave Dance tune right there. And Rave and Dance and Tune are certainly words which all describe that track, because it's amazing. For that, from Juan Medrano? Medrano? That was Super Hang On, Burn Baby Burn, OC Remix, and that's a nice one. And kicking off the block was our Sega Track of the Week, which doesn't relate to the topic of the episode, which was from Metropolis Street Racer, it was Green Grove Zone Act 1. No, it was, of course, it doesn't really matter, although it, it samples from Green Grove Zone Act 1 for the Saturn version of Sonic 3D Blast. Yes, with that in mind, we've come to the end of the episode. I want to thank you so much to everyone who has listened in, who has requested, who has given a response to the topical thesis, who has done anything. But as I sure, as I'm sure you want to know, if you're if you're listening this far in, you probably want to know what's coming up next week. And um, I, I can I can sense some growth. Oh yeah, I did actually forget to bring that up. Um, we had um, Fido Dido, didn't we, for the 7-Up mascot here in Europe. Because they actually removed all the branding from the European version of the game and just made it called Cool Spot. I forgot about that. And yeah, it was made by the devs that made the Genesis version of Aladdin and OFM Jim, so of course they knew how to make a good game. But yes, as I was saying, I'm sure you want to know what is the topic of next week, and I can already uh, sense some groans from um, one certain individual and that certain individual's wife. But, with that in mind, the next topic of the episode is Sega Wii U games. So obviously, you know, the Wii U has officially just died. It died in um, or Basically the last game for the Wii U was supposed to be Axiom Verge, which is a cool little, like, Metroid-inspired uh, indie, indie platform, like, Metroidvania game. However, that was actually cancelled for the Wii U, as far as I know, and it has now been ported to the Switch instead. So, that in mind, I don't think there's going to be any more Wii U games. So, it's safe to say the Wii U is officially a dead console, as much as that sounds to me, because I love the Wii U. But, that means we do, however, get to make a Topical Resort episode on it. So, even if you don't like the Wii U itself, we do have some great soundtracks available for next week's Topical Resort. we got some great games such as Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed, Yakuza 1 and 2, Sonic Lost World... Pio Pio Tetris, Bayonetta 1 and 2, Sonic Boom, Rise of Lyric, um, and Tokyo Mirror Sessions, hashtag FE, or Mario and Sonic at the Rio 2016. 
Olympic Games. All those games right there, and of course you've got some um, virtual console games in the form of Sonic Advance, Sonic Advance 2, Sonic Advance 3, Choo Choo Rocket, Shining Force, Shining Soul, and Shining Soul 2. All available as virtual console games, you can request them as well if you don't like any of the above games. With that in mind, I've been Green Vibrate, you have been awesome, you have been, um, you have been Doan, you have been Doomgirl, you have been Electric Boogaloo, you have been Shadix Croft, you have been Brass Saturday, you have been, um, Rexy, you have been, there's a few other people in here earlier, you've been I.I., you've been Jamie, a few other people, I feel like there are some, if I missed you out, please shout at me, Ravseek, he was here as well, yeah, please shout at me if I've missed out your name, because I want to give you a shout out, but, uh, as for now, we are going to end off the show with a track from Super Hang On 20th Anniversary Collection. We're going to end off with Sprinter, the Mickey Arrange version. But as for now, I've been Green Viper. You have been awesome. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, stay topical. I forgot Doom Girl. Um, Doom Girl, thank you so much for listening. As always, stay top cool.
enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.